I think realizing and actually learning that that hour to myself actually made me a better mom in the long run because my, my patience is stretched out. It's kind of my reset button for my emotional and physical. I actually have way more energy in a day, even when they're not sleeping at night, if I come work out. I think that I've noticed is just even, I've always tended to be anemic, um, and I think this plan is forcing me to eat more meat than I used to. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. This week, I've interviewed Danny Large. Danny works out in our women's only class. She's a mother of two. And she actually went from 140.6 pounds down to 123 and a half pounds since the beginning of the year. She is down to 12% body fat. Danny shares her story. She kind of talks about her nutrition, which has been a major factor in her getting down to where she's at. Enjoy. All right, my name is Danny Large. Uh, I'm married to Stephen Large. I've got two kids, Cooper and Brock. I'm 28 years old, and I've been home now with the kids for two years. Um, love it. Uh, and I've been coming to uh, College Station CrossFit now since, I guess, about the end of February. That's awesome. So how old are Cooper and Brock? Cooper uh, turned two at the end of April, and Brock just turned one a month or two ago. Oh my, they were close. <laughs> they, yeah, a little closer than we anticipated, but wow. it's been good. <laughs> How, you know, is it kind of like you're coming up for air now after, you know, 12 months, you know, of having... It is. The first few months, I would say, were a little bit rough. Cooper did a really good job. She really wanted to be a helper. Um, but now the older Brock gets... They're getting busier, but they're at least starting to interact together. So it's been a little bit of a help, and Cooper's transitioning out of diapers, so I'm about to have a break there, which is nice. And so. Cooper is two, you said just just two. turned two? Yeah. Oh, man, that's a busy house. <laughs> it is. Wow, that's they're awesome. All over, yeah. Which is even more impressive about what you've been able to accomplish since, you know, you've had these two little ones. So, um, you know, we, we met a long time ago at Nutribolt, uh, yes. or at the time it was Woodbolt. Yeah. Working out in Bryan. Mm -hmm. So that was, uh, I, I want to say like 2013 because Probably they moved in yeah. a new building in 14. We yep. were offering some classes for the employees at, at, at the time here, but I remember going out there working out one day. Um, so at the time you were already kind of doing CrossFit and yeah. I know that, you know, you're 28. So if you were probably 24 then, how long have you been married to Steven? About almost two years. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and Steven works at Nutribowl. He does. And so, um, give me a little bit of kind of catch me up, right? Since mm -hmm. probably that time in your fitness journey, obviously you got married, you had a couple kids, um, but you seemed like you were in really good shape then. Thank you. <laughs> so from then to now? Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, so I did. I started getting into CrossFit a little bit, really when you started doing the classes up there. Um, it was new for me. Um, my mom honestly really thought I would enjoy lifting growing up, being a gymnast. I think she thought that would be kind of a good um, next step, something I would enjoy and competitive and kind of feel, feel all of that. How long did you do gymnastics? Uh, I did gymnastics competitively for several years. Uh, my Going into my last year at level seven, I won nationals on floor beam uh, and bars. 
And then the following season in Level 8 actually shattered my left ankle, and that was the career-ending injury. Oh, my. So you won nationals, Level 7. So I'm not a gymnast. So tell me, and there might be some people who don't know what that means, but obviously winning nationals means you were a pretty big deal. So what does that mean? So that was the highest competition at that level for me that I could go. Um, It was a two-day competition. Um... So the first day was just event finals, and so I took first in three of the four events. And then the second day didn't do quite as well, um, but it was a really neat experience, and I love the sport. Um, and then as a gymnast, you're used to training six days a week, three to five hours a day. Um, so that kind of was old, my life. How old were you at that time? Um, I was 11 when I won nationals, and I believe I was 12 when I shattered my ankle. Mm. So... I went from having this really competitive sport I'd been doing pretty much my whole life at that point, and then uh, it was a six-month recovery injury. I had had four surgeries now, um, and then really because of it, um, I won't go into the details, I guess, but my bones are collapsing, so they're just kind of waiting at what point they're going to have to finally fuse the joint which kind of leads me into why I've loved CrossFit so much and all the other activities I've done trying to fill that competitive drive, whatever it is I've been missing, I always end up having joint pain. And it's been amazing with the lifting and everything, even with the cardio and the running we're doing, I have had no pain. It's almost been more, I feel like, rehabilitating for me. Mm. Um, That's awesome. So it's, continuously feeling that competitive drive and I'm having no injuries and if anything I honestly I think I'm the strongest now that I've ever been in my life so would you say now at 28 or really in the last few years since you've started CrossFit it's like the first time since you were 11 that you've actually felt like that ability to kind of thrive in your fitness like you used to it is and I think what I really love about the sport um you know, everyone, like in gymnastics, everyone kind of all, we all cheer for each other. But it's very individualized in that you're competing with yourself. So your hard work you put in and what you do is a reflection on you. So if I had a good meet or I got new skills, it was came from that work. Mm-hmm. If I didn't, it wasn't from that, that work. And I think I really enjoy that. I can kind of control where I go. Were you able to work out at all after that or in your in high school? Did you do any other sports? I did try. Um, I tried competitive cheerleading since there was still tumbling to see if that would work. And I ended up dislocating my knee and other injuries that kind of just, I think, I don't know if I completely he- let the joint heal properly. So as things kind of continued, um, when I got into college, my brother tried to get me into weightlifting, wrote a few plans. Um, I loved it. But because I was by myself at a gym, I think not sure what I was doing, I just kept trying other stuff. I got into triathlons to see how much I'd enjoy that. So I did the A&M club team for fun to try to meet people yeah. and get involved. Um, and I enjoyed it, but it's not really where I'm strong. Yeah. <laughs> it just kind of at least gave me workouts and something to do. So truly feel like now, um, Whatever I was missing emotionally and competitively from gymnastics, this is the first time I've filled that. Yeah. What so. what kind of what was your fitness level like in high school and college? Were you? I mean, were you? Even though you weren't able to be a national champion in in gymnastics, were you a pretty highly competitive, um, you know, triathlete in 
in high school when you tried cheer, were you pretty competitive in that? I was competitive in cheer. Um, I don't know that we won anything yeah. great. Um, but triathlons, I so I think to try to compete because I wasn't great at the sprints, even though they were fun, I feel like my way in trying to be good was doing longer distances. So I trained for a half Ironman that I did in Lubbock. Wow. Um, and then I trained for a full Ironman in Florida that I did not finish. Um, when was that? 2000 what? 2000, I want to say 9 or 10. Okay, it was a year so, or two before graduating school. So probably a lot of the people that listen to the podcast are CrossFitters and might not know exactly the distances in a yeah. half Ironman. So could you could yeah. you share that? So a half Ironman is about a 1.2 mile swim. Uh, a 56-mile bike ride, and then a half marathon. And what was your time? Do you remember? Uh, it was just shy of eight hours. Good job. It was job. not spectacular, but I was just happy to finish. <laughs> and obviously, you are competitive because anybody who would finish that and want to do twice that <laughs> yeah. is competitive because, you know, and again, it's just competing against yourself, right? It's like, yeah. what can I do? Yeah. So, uh, so tell me about how that Florida one went, or it didn't go, but... It didn't go great. So I had originally actually, I think my maybe overambitious drive, I had signed up for the full Ironman before the half. I went to volunteer and watch it with the team, and I was just completely inspired by these people. And I was like, oh, man, like you watch so many people finish, and it's really neat to see, I mean, as exhausted as they are, that how proud they are. Um, so it, I really wanted to try it. I signed up and then decided only doing one sprint triathlon was maybe not the best way to go about it. Um, so I signed up for a half in Lubbock because I knew the conditions would be really rough as well. Um, and I had a brother who lived there, so it was easy stay. Um, and it would be a perfect visit. But So do you um, have any ambitions in your current fitness to do on it? <laughs> no, it was brutal. I missed a few weeks of training leading up to it. I had tore something in my neck a few weeks beforehand and then I was bit by a brown recluse a week or two later. So I was off my leg while I... What, I is, a, to, what is that? What? So the spider bite I got, um, I had an abscess in my calf, in my leg, like two and a half inches by two and a half inches. So they had to cut a hole in my leg and I just had to pack it for a few weeks and stay off of it while it cleaned oh out. Oh my. So I'm, I missed a few weeks of training, but I still don't know that I would have finished yeah. even if I'd continued. Okay. So that, does that take you to kind of when I met you in that CrossFit season or was there kind of something that you did in between that um, attempt of that full or you know, completion of half to starting in, in weightlifting like your mom advised? Um, I really, that was pretty much it. I still did triathlon things like cycling and I just tried lifting in a random combination. It, I don't really know that it was a really great workout plan. I just tried to finish school, but find something that I loved, but was still working so, out. So what'd your mom say? How did she recommend that you do? Did she say you should lift weights or you should do CrossFit or what was that about? So in high school, actually kind of in between cheerleading, um, she was really, my mom loves to lift as well. And I think just being competitive with myself because my goals have become, how much can I lift next? Like how much stronger can I get more than what's the scale say? And that, I think she knew, knowing me, that that would become something fun and kind of pushed. Cause my dad was a lifter growing up as well. So your parents, uh, did they compete like in weightlifting? Um, 
My mom did not. I want to say my, so my dad was a competitive swimmer, um, and I think he did bodybuilding, if I remember correctly. Um, but they did do... So athlete lifting. is in your DNA. Like We do love sports. <laughs> <laughs> we love sports. Yes, that's <laughs> awesome. So you, so you started with the classes at, at Nutribolt, but then Woodbolt. And what was that like? Do you remember uh, like the first I, week or the first few workouts? I remember thinking there's no way a six-minute workout can just completely wipe me out. And I remember very vividly wanting to throw up several times after very short workouts and not knowing how to explain to my mom <laughs> this is really intense so it was a very love hate and even now when i tell her to try this crossfit workout or try this it's um how to explain you might really hate it in the moment but you absolutely love it isn't when that crazy and you finish it. somebody yeah. listening be like you you're talking about how i didn't realize how the six minute workout could do this and i wanted to vomit and it's like <laughs> but i loved it yes, exactly <laughs> Kind of sounds like an unhealthy relationship, but <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's the great. irony in that is it's really healthy and it's yeah. awesome. So um, okay, so that first few weeks was pretty brutal. It yes, but I loved it and I kept going because I wanted to see. I loved, I think, the variety. You know, it wasn't like a typical weight workout where you kind of do the same leg days twice a week. Um, I mean, those were great too, but I think I love how everything changes constantly. There's always mm. something different. You're always trying to push yourself in a different way. Yeah. And it's fun to keep, and even with the workouts changing, you can still see things changing in self-progress, and that's been a lot of fun. Oh, that's great. That's, um, so 2012, is that when you'd say that was, 13? Yeah, I think that's when I started CrossFit. And right then, then, had you been doing CrossFit all the way leading until when you came here for, or like, Tell me about like pregnancy and yeah. So I did CrossFit for a little bit. Um, I probably dropped off when we moved into the new building and just lift. I made up my own CrossFit wads when I would get in a workout. Um, I don't know that I was eating super healthy, so it was kind of just whenever things fit um, with occasional lifting. Um, then pregnancy, I was really sick with Cooper. Um, so probably the first trimester, I didn't do anything. I tried on the days I felt good, but I was uh, really sick. Uh, the second trimester, I felt pretty well. So I got back into a little bit of light lifting. Um, tried to stay in shape best I could. She, uh, let's see, she tried to come early a couple times. So I was really cautious on how much I worked out with all the contractions I was having with her. Mm -hmm. Um but as stubborn as she is now, she was stubborn then. <laughs> you know, I remember actually um, at that time, you know, seeing Steven at the gym. And this is so cool that you guys have had, now you got two kids and yeah. um, it's just a beautiful family. Thank but you. I remember seeing him at the time and being like, all right, how's it going? You know, you guys, have, is, it, is the baby coming, you know? And so it's yeah. so neat, you know, but I'm sorry you were in such like miserable pregnancy mode. But uh, <laughs> She was so, at 28 weeks, oh, she tried to come. They wow. gave me a shot that worked, so I was really cautious. And then at 35 weeks, um, we should have known, but uh, it was April Fool's. And we thought, our doctor thought we were in labor. She was like, we're going to have a baby this afternoon. And it just stopped, like midway through... Late, it was like four in the morning. My contractions slowed down. I was like, there's no way. But I'm close enough. Surely they'll just induce me. And it didn't. And she hung in there. I, at 
my my last final weeks, I was desperate to get her out. I started doing box jumps again <laughs> on the low box. I'm like, surely she'll just bounce out. <laughs> so. Oh, that is funny. You know, I guarantee a lot of women who've probably been at that point in their pregnancy can, you know, there's probably been a lot more than box jumps done to do that. <laughs> yeah. But oh, that's great. So when was she born? What was her birthday? We ended up so April 30th. Okay. Oh, so a whole month after you thought. We, yeah, I actually stopped working a month early because we were so convinced after the two times she had tried to come. We're like, she's going to come and I don't want to leave without filling my position and training somebody. So I left and I don't know if I just completely relaxed. What what was your position at Nutribolt? What did you do over there? Um, I managed a demo rep team. Okay. So I kind of tried to build that out. And And how long did you work at Nutribolt? I was at Nutribolt for, it would have been five years in May. Oh, wow. Almost, a little, almost five years, between four and five years. Yes, and you were there throughout a lot of the changes and growth, and that's got to be... It's, it's been really cool to watch. Yeah. It's an amazing company. Um, so, now you're a mom. I am. At this point in the uh, story, or yes. in what you're sharing. So, how was that, and, and you know, what was your mindset as far as like were you ready to come back and work out were you eating health trying to eat healthy were you surviving you know? yeah so I would say after the two um I was probably just surviving I was trying to find simple things that I could just eat on the spot but that still tasted good because once you have kids and you enjoy feeding them they get so excited to try anything new um but I was living off of like hot pockets those strawberry toaster strudels um, and you got pregnant pretty quickly. We for, did. No, yeah. yeah. Um, we decided, so we weren't sure we'd be able to ever have kids. So before our wedding, we actually started trying for Cooper, thinking we'll be relaxed. Um, it, you know, if it happens, great. If not, you know, eventually when we're married down the road, we can go see somebody. And um, she actually, we were so lucky. We were so excited because we didn't think we would be able to. And we were able to, um, and then same thing because of the, you know, doctors telling, you know, me that there may not be a chance or how difficult it could be. Um, we decided with Brock, we would go ahead. It may take longer because what if there were issues and he was a, uh, right there. So. Wow. So are y'all already like ready for number three? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Oh. We're busy enough. So. Isn't that amazing how like, you know. They, they tell you something. I mean, so many great stories of that and um, just incredible, incredible stories. It is. We love it. It's so great. Okay, so you got pregnant. You were trying, got pregnant really quickly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, going through pregnancy, was that, you know, did you even try to work out or was it just... with So with Brock's pregnancy, Cooper kept me. She's always been really busy um, and she was not a napper. So the only way... I couldn't keep her happy at the gym lifting, so kind of my pregnancy with Brock was spent running. So my motivation to stay active and get her to nap was my brother had bought me a jogging stroller, a double stroller, he said as an investment. Awesome. (laughs) Um, And so I used that, and we actually did, I trained for a half marathon while I was pregnant with Brock to keep me running and active, and I wanted to do one where I could push her in a stroller. So it forced me to train, because I knew she'd have to get used to the stroller time. Um, and then it forced me to stay active and it also gave me just that little bit of time to myself cause she'd actually nap. So I want to say I was a little over five months pregnant when we did our half marathon together. 
Wow. Um, what, here, what, so. You did it in college station? We did BCS? it with the Armadillo Dash. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Was it hard? Um, not as bad as it. It was luckily cool because it was either at the end of February, March-ish, so it had cooled off. Um, so that was nice. And yeah. I wasn't really aiming for time. You know, my doctor told me to take it yeah. easy, not push myself like I would typically. So I think with that, it was just truly for fun and about finishing. But you're right. It was so good because it you had a goal. Yeah. And it kept you active through pregnancy. It did. And, you know, I think even somebody who's listening that maybe, you know, is getting, maybe going to be pregnant or pregnant, just mm-hmm. to have that destination of like, you know, at five months doing a half marathon – and obviously with your doctor's approval. Yes. Um, but it did. It probably was, you know, in itself, that was a huge part of having a great pregnancy. It did. His pregnancy went so much better. I wasn't really sick, which helped, um, mm-hmm. I think, with the training. Um, I craved far different foods, so I felt better overall. Um, but, yeah, I think having the training and then my doctor telling me if I was going to do that, I needed to be consistent so it wasn't a shock to my body. Yeah. He um, was born when then? Uh, end of June. Very end of June. Okay. So, so they're about 14 months apart. Just over a year. Yeah. And, okay. So that takes you to June 2016. Mm-hmm. And where, how are you feeling? You just had a baby. Is it kind of like, let's start all over? <laughs> I felt pretty good. He was a much easier baby. Um so I think I got, it was just more of an adjustment with two, trying to keep her entertained, trying to keep him happy and kind of finding that balance really. I, I kind of know about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I have three, <laughs> even more. But yeah, uh, it was just, um, you know, that initial trying to still keep her happy and give her the same attention I felt like I had, but also keep this new baby happy, uh, you yes. know, and everything. It's wow. kind of a balancing act. Big but. shout out to all the mommies right now. Yes. Just because as you're saying that, I'm thinking about Alicia and probably and all the other moms. And just, uh, I remember, you know, Michelle Wagner, who also yes. was a coach up here, and she'd bring her two boys that were kind of <laughs> close, like yours yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. You know, and just, you just, I think a lot of times, unless you don't know until you know. Yeah. You know, and then once you know, you just like, wow. And the moms that, you know, like you and Alicia and Michelle and all the other moms who still make it a point to come work out. And the irony in that is that probably is what helps them to stay, like Alicia in her podcast interview, that's her sanity. You know, that's what keeps so. her from yeah. going crazy is just that workout, you know, the schedule, the having yeah. the break up here. So let's kind of dive into that because I know that one of the things that, even you and Steven, Steven had kind of talked to me about it, was just great, grateful for the child care because yes. it allows you to be able to come work out. And um, so tell me, since you started here and kind of how you came to that decision mm-hmm. and, about starting and signing up at College Station yeah. CrossFit. So I think several different reasons. Um, I had tried working out uh, at Nutribolt uh, and it was just hard with the two of them. I had to try to time it when he either sleep in his car seat and she was just too active um, to really get in a good workout. And I think even beyond that, um, transitioning from work to home. And then I don't know if it was two pregnancies back to back and probably maybe every mom, but, um, a little bit lonely. So I think when I saw that y'all had childcare and I was like, this could be a chance to meet other moms, make new friends. Um, initially I think I had kind of settled with where I was physically. Like this is just what it is after being a mom. Um, I love my kids. This is great, but I really want some friends. 
um, and this hour might be good. So I think when I signed up, I was, I was wanting to work out consistently. I was also looking to make other mommy friends because I liked that there was childcare. Awesome. Um, but and I think my initial struggle because of course there's that transition period where the babies are not happy to be left. Um, I deal dealt with a little bit of guilt. Mm. Um, wondering if I was doing the right thing or if it was selfish of me to take that hour to myself. Um, but after, of course, talking to my mom and then coming consistently, I think realizing and actually learning that that hour to myself, one, now they're learning to socialize and they're making friends and they are so happy. Um, but then me too, it's actually made me a better mom in the long run because my my patience is stretched out it's kind of my reset button for my emotional and physical I actually have way more energy in a day even when they're not sleeping at night if I come work out um, that's amazing and just lo- I love hearing that because I as you explain that I can I can relate just because of Alicia and our kids and you know Kate who is like you know, our firstborn who's now yeah. five this Sunday. Yeah. You know, she learned social skills through the childcare, you know, yeah. from a young age. And then we put her in a, you know, preschool Mother's Day out type program. But I, I think that's great. And I think, you know, it's so important that moms understand that, yeah, it, it, sometimes it can be selfish. Like you, you think that, yeah. but, but if it's, if you not doing it makes you a worse, you know, yeah. more impatient <laughs> or makes you, then, you know, where's the, line between what what's right and what's not you know and and being healthy um is is so important for for moms especially after pregnancy like right in that you know that first six to 12 weeks depending on how you delivery went obviously you should probably be mindful of like your body and listening and not you know working out yet but once that you get the thumbs up after that follow-up appointment i'm like my opinion is run to the gym like literally do whatever it takes and go whether it's you know college station crossfit maybe it's private training or you know any gym that you were at before because that is when you are it's kind of like in you know you're probably most likely to finish college if you start right after high school yeah and then if you wait you know not that it can't be done you know but if you wait you're less likely you know and it's like when you have a baby like that first approval by the doctor to go work out, that's when you're most likely to stick with it and probably start feeling the benefits of it immediately. And the longer yeah. you wait, the less likely you are. Yeah. So you um, posted some results that yeah. I thought were phenomenal. Thank you know, you. you have worked really hard. And I know that, you know, just like we were talking right before we started recording, that, you know, you don't get results without hard work. You know, yeah. you don't have... Uh, a great marriage without you know putting a lot in and, and sacrificing and working hard to have that great marriage or you don't build a great business or a great great company or you know organization yeah. without hard work so I know you've been working really hard and that's <laughs> what I want to kind of hang out on um, so tell me about that post mm-hmm. Facebook you know yeah. um, the pictures what you've been doing and kind of give me your thoughts uh, and, and you know feel free to throw out any information tips to people that might want to know. Yeah. So the first picture um, was, uh, let's see, I guess my starting weight post baby, um, that was sort of where I had plateaued, where I thought I had lost 
all the baby weight I was going to lose. It was not near where I had been before, um, but I was definitely wanting to make a change. Uh, it was about a month before my brother's wedding, and I thought I was going to do something drastic then, which I didn't, but I tr was ready to start making a change then. Um, and then really between, so my brother's wedding in January to uh, February, um, I started looking because I was, I missed working out. I was ready to start doing something and like this, I don't know, I'm constantly improving. Mm -hmm. um, Love that there was childcare. And so then that led to here. Uh, so in that first month, I remember... I was really focused on just losing weight and watching the scale. Uh, and the first month I actually didn't lose any weight, um, but I think it was a transition of things happening. What I saw happen in that first month was my emotional state. I felt more rested. I was actually drinking less caffeine. Um, I was super sore, so I was probably also holding water weight. Um, and uh, I, But I was noticing very quickly from I think previously lifting weight that took me years to get to, I was really close to within a month or so. I was so it was a continuous drive to keep coming. Um, and then from there, I listened to your eating podcast, your lecture. Oh yeah. Uh, so I downloaded my Fitness Pal and started counting calories and watching what I was eating. Um, I still wasn't great. Uh, I still had a hot pocket here and there, but I was at least counting and trying to be more mindful of portion sizes and what I was actually eating. Um, so I had started to lose weight, but then when I started actually counting, it just came off. Hmm. Uh, within a few months, I had from February to, I want to say, from honestly, no, when I started counting calories, so from March to the end of May, I had lost 10 pounds. Um, and then really between June till that post, I had lost another five. Um, but in the last couple months, I decided I think now my competitive drive has become not necessarily watching the scale as much, but I'm seeing, I'm hitting PRs that I've never hit in a lifetime. Um, is how much as I change my food and I keep the more consistent I am here and working out is how far can I go or how heavy can the weight get that I can lift? So those are becoming my new goals. Um, and I think the other thing I've enjoyed outside of my own personal progress is my kids. Cooper's watching and she loves it. You know, if we can't make it here and we go to Steven's gym or if I try to do something at home, she's at an age now where she's mimicking everything I do and I've with squats and stuff she knows how I warm up now she's starting to do stuff before me because um. she wants to do it and she genuinely enjoys it so I think on top of what I've enjoyed so much my kids are starting to now enjoy and hopefully learning at a young age that working out should be something fun not something you dread or you have to do yeah you, know? you got I mean that that's leading by example yeah you know it's like she's gonna both of them are going to they're they're growing up in the gym. Yeah. You know, they see it, they they wanna do it, they so by the time they're seven or eight Yeah. I mean it's like, yeah, you know, and, and that's I mean, I, I can relate just because that's our yeah, kids, you know. Two. They run in here and Anderson's two and he'll jump on the rings and 
you know, he'll get the yeah. little bench press and grab <laughs> it's the. It's so much oh, fun it's, to watch. And him. it's yeah, and it's cute, and it's yeah. awesome, and it's. Um, but yeah, you're you're setting a great example for them. So, give me um, some. You know, people like to know. Like when you say counting calories and you and paying attention to what you're eating, mm-hmm. could could you expand on that? Like, how many calories are you trying to eat a day? Mm-hmm. Are you mindful of how many grams or what percentage of uh, grams of fat, protein, carbohydrate you're putting in? Is there any supplements involved in what you're doing? Because I I think mm-hmm. you know what I'm finding out is people are hearing stories and as I'm talking to people about podcasts and you know they. They love when they know what people are doing. You know, like Chris yeah. Rea shared his podcast, and I can't tell you how many people have been like, man, I just started doing what Chris was doing. You know, so it's great yeah. because some people, listeners, might not be able to relate to Chris, yeah. but they might be able to relate to you, you know? Yeah. So give me a little bit more about that nutrition sure. and what you've been doing. So I love food. Um, and I was initially restricting myself probably a little bit lower than I should have um, around... I was trying to aim for somewhere between 15 and 1600 calories. Uh, I was actually eating closer to probably 17, 1800. Um, but initially that was like the hot pocket. I was spreading out my meals from early breakfast. I would try to let myself be hungry and eat until lunch. Um, but what I've started doing in the last probably six weeks <clears throat> is I eat four times a day plus two protein shakes. So I guess it's considered more six meals a day. Um, I actually, my sister-in-law found this Renaissance periodization. Um, so I think we all have a general idea of how to eat healthy. It's just whatever it is that we either just don't do it or can't figure out a routine or just getting started. This template was sort of my guide and gave me, it was also, it's laid out based around when you work out. So the food choices, how many grams of protein, how many grams of fat, um, and how many grams of carbohydrate are all based around my workout time. Um, So I'm having four times a day, I have three ounces of protein. Uh, So anywhere from 18 to 20 grams of a lean meat. Um, I have a protein shake within 20 minutes of my workout. Uh, 40 minutes post-workout, is when I have another three ounces of protein, um, a little bit of fat, and then about 40 grams of carbohydrate. It's a little bit carbohydrate heavy plan. Um, but then those carbohydrates taper off by the end of the day because I'm working out in the morning. Um, it's a lot of veggies. It's way more veggies than I've ever eaten. I'm having probably two cups of veggies every meal. Um, but I honestly feel the best that I've ever felt. And would you say you're, so let's just say doing that every day, it means you're a hundred percent, right? Yeah. Doing hot pockets all the time means you're zero <laughs> percent. Yeah. How committed, we'll say seven days a week, 30, 31 days a month are you? Where, where are you hovering in the, what percentile? I would bet 80% right now. I am, um, when we travel, it's hard. I still try to follow it best I can when we travel. Um, but even when we're not out of town, I would say there's probably a night or two I cheat. And I ask that because I think there's people listening are like, oh my goodness, do I have to do that all the time? But there's yeah. ma- there's margin, right? And, and error. Exactly. And it all depends on the individual. But 80%, man, you're batting 800. You know, <laughs> at baseball, if you bat, if you hit the ball four out of five times, you're <laughs> awesome. So 
in nutrition, it's the same thing. You know, it's like, man, if you're batting 80%, meaning 80% of the way you're eating is exactly what you just described to me, you're winning like crazy. And obviously you are because the results, so. I think what I've noticed is just even, I've always tended to be anemic. Um, and I think this plan is forcing me to eat more meat than I used to. Um, but the deep greens, I think, have made another improvement on my probably blood levels. So I'm feeling better. And a lot of those things also keep it motivating um, to keep going. But I do love my cheese enchiladas and queso. <laughs> and if Steven even asks if we can go, it's... I. I really don't have complete well, you, self-control. <laughs> you put a little fire in Steven. You know, I, I, I see him over there often because I'm there every day. And, and he's like, man, I need, to, I need to get my eating in check. You know, he's like really <laughs> feeling like he's got to get dialed in. So you're, you're not only leading, know this, you're not only leading example to your kids, but to your husband too. And I think sometimes, um, you know, as a personal trainer now for 14 years, I, I have had conversations with people who are like, how do I get, you know, whether it's the husband or what, how do I get them to start doing this? I'm like, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get them to do anything. You do it, you know, and lead by example, right? And yeah. you don't, you know, and, and it works, honestly, because they'll see you just like your kids, you know, and just like you. So, you know, I know that Stephen has been very impressed and, you know, motivated because of what you've done and the, the commitment that you've had. So, um the, and I'm sure inspired so many other people that you're friends with and even people here at the gym. So the uh, one thing I want to point out is you're having 12 ounces of meat and two protein shakes. I think females oftentimes don't take in enough protein. Yeah. And so I want to emphasize that, you know, 12 ounces of meat, so 18 to 20 grams. So there's 80 there alone. And then how many grams, what shake are you drinking? Um, so I drink the Coreway. So that's um, 20 grams yes. per scoop. Yep. And then you have actually, I'm having 25 grams. Perfect. I'm supposed to be about 25, so probably 50 grams okay. there between the two shakes. So you know, just so everybody knows, you're having about 130 grams of protein per day. Yes. And do you mind sharing body weight? Uh, right now, this morning, I was 123 and a half. Perfect. So you're having about one gram of protein per pound of body weight, and I think that that's something that you know people wonder how you know how much protein should I take in? What's too much? And but um, I think that's worth highlighting. So you touched on, I always ask at the end of the podcast, you know, uh, it, because it is Building Better People podcast, because we believe if you're exercising, you're becoming a better version of you. And you've already elaborated or elaborated on that about being a better mom, being more patient, um, about having more energy. Um, is there anything that you can add to that as to how you feel because you take this one hour selfishly right yeah to invest in yourself because you know you're taking a break you know putting your kids in childcare and doing this and you know whether it's hitting prs or just sweating or <laughs> how it's helping you become a better version of you yeah um oh, i don't know how to i um i think the main things are my mood um but because I'm constantly improving here, whether I'm having a, hitting a PR or not, that kind of internal excitement and you know pride in myself, I think reflects then when I get back home. My and kids can feel it. You know, I feel more energized from the workout, but some just from whatever I've accomplished that day. 
and it reflects at home. They can feel it. We have fun. We continue dancing in the living room to and Mickey you know, Mouse you, Clubhouse. And, and, of course. <laughs> we know all about Mickey Mouse yeah. Clubhouse. Uh, you touched on too earlier in the podcast about being competitive and finally finding that competitive yes. drive, which I think you obviously enjoy. I do. And, and just that um, times people don't realize, like you were an athlete, you were a national champion. You'd been missing that for a long time. Yes. You know, now could you have gone the rest of your life and had a, you know, great, beautiful life with kids and a family? Of course. But yeah. you don't, sometimes you don't realize, like, even the other areas that, you know, where starting this, you know, fitness journey and taking care of your health, what it could do and how it yeah. could fill you. Um, so, anything that you want to share with a mom, you know, who's had, a kid recently that's having a really hard time finding the motivation to either eat healthy or work out at all, anything yeah. that you can share with them because you've been there? I think starting out by coming, make yourself calm. It's going to be hard. It was hard for me to watch the kids cry when I left them the first week or so. Um, but I feel like the longer you come, the, you know, they get used to it. The more consistent I was, honestly, the quicker the kids got used to the childcare and I started seeing them happy, which made it easier for me to truly enjoy my time here. Um, and then that continued work in progress, I promise you're gonna feel good. I feel so much better um, emotionally and you also don't know what else you're going to find. I did not know I would feel that competitive drive again, like you had mentioned, I just, had settled you know I tried other things I knew I enjoyed this but I've signed up for two competitions now just to kind of see for fun how things go and it's it's exciting so there are continued things my kids are watching and learning and um, I really don't think you can go wrong I feel like working out and being consistent was my first step and it has been great Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.